Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. My bard is a storyteller who recites traditional texts associated with a particular oral tradition, and I'm here to recite and to amplify what the literature of the Bible says about who is God and who are human beings. Here's the place we're at today. In a previous podcast, Lesson 2, I promised to come back to the issue of what is a spirit. So let's begin. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 15, the Bible text states, You saw no form of any kind the day the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the fire, unquote. Comment. The ancient Hebrews are gathered beneath a mountain, and there they come in contact with God, and they hear the voice of God, but the text says, You saw no form. John 4, 24 states, quote, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Comment. What is a spirit? We learn something about spirits from Jesus when, after he died and three days later, he rose again from the grave in a new physical body, and then he suddenly appeared before his disciples in a room, who were shocked and thought his appearance was that of a ghost. But he says the following to them, Behold my hands and my feet, that is, I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. So we learn from this comment of Jesus that a spirit does not have flesh and bones. And this verse implies also that you and I have spirit, even though we are human beings, because what did it say in the previous verse? We who worship God, a spirit, must worship him in spirit. So we must have the spirit if we're to do that. The word spirit, of course, has more than one application in English. Sometimes we mean by the term spirit a quality of courage or enthusiasm. However, when the word is applied to a being, a spirit is an incorporeal, invisible, intelligent personality. It doesn't have a body, and in its natural state, it has no form. The spirit being is like God than it, more like God than it is like a human being, because humans have a body. But just because a spirit naturally is without form does not mean that a spirit cannot take visible form. The Bible provides many descriptions of spirit beings transforming from the invisible to the visible, even in the case of God himself. Some spirits, like angels, appear to human beings looking like other humans. Sometimes they appeared as flames or of fire, or sometimes they were man-shaped with the faces of beasts uh, imposed on a human body. It sounds quite sci-fi. There's a great description of God appearing that states the following in Exodus chapter 24, verses 9 and 10. Quote, Then went up Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were a paved work of sapphire stone, and as it were the body of heaven in his clearness, unquote. 
This is very poetic and suggestive, as if the writer was having a difficult time finding words to describe what was seen by the elders of Israel when they saw God. The text, of course, doesn't state that the elders of Israel saw God in his essence, nor does it state that when they saw him, he looked like a pagan deity. Instead, this description is ineffable. It's hard to understand it or put it into a clear description. But what is seen in any visible manifestation of a spirit being is not the being itself in its essence, but something in the spectrum of visible light that humans access, some kind of manifestation of something or someone that happens for the benefit of the human audience, considering their auditory and visual limitations. Some might complain that the New Testament in John 1.18, which reads, quote, no one has ever seen God, is a contradiction of the statement we read previously, where the elders saw the God of Israel. But let's imagine a beautiful woman looking in a mirror and brushing her hair. Can't she truly say some contrary things here? I've never seen my own face, she can say, by looking directly at it. But she can also say, I've seen my own face, because she's seen it in her reflection. These are two different things, but they describe the truth. Remember, the text of the Bible is literature. Therefore, when we look at the context of a statement, we can get an idea of how, what the author intended. Speaking here of the Bible as literature, the literary rules of analysis apply. Some people want a description with an easy one-to-one -one literal meaning. But literal descriptions are sometimes only poetic, like this description of God in Exodus. They provide an impression. They're not scientific descriptions. They convey something tangible that sensitive readers, at the very least, can feel. But they aren't a photograph. Christians might want to remind us that Colossians 1.15 says, Jesus, quote, is the image of the invisible God. Now, that's a very loaded statement and has been given multiple and difficult interpretations across the history of religion, especially so in various Christian denominations, and we'll get to that later. The Bible Bard is interested in what the Bible teaches about God and what it teaches about Jesus, uh, but this is not the moment. If we do not understand God from the Bible's perspective, if we do not understand ourselves, it's very difficult to understand Jesus. As repeated many times, we live in a post-Christian culture which is no longer acquainted with the literature of the Bible. The current culture does not know who God is, according to the Bible, and they do not know how the Bible describes them. The great characters from the Bible they've never encountered, Anything about what the Bible teaches they don't know. The purposes of the Bible Bard, then, is to recite statements taken from the Bible literature that are easy to understand and cannot be argued about so that listeners can directly hear what the Bible itself says in these sample texts. This is the way the Bible Bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible Bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you.
Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening.